Hi, everybody. Welcome to Shadow Valley. My name is Brennan. This is Gabe. And today we're excited to bring you one of the most famous cryptids. All righty. So, um, just a kind of general overview, we were discussing on how we wanted to handle this podcast because, I don't know, my opinion off the study or if the research that I've done, Brennan, you can uh, chime in anytime, um, but there's quite a bit to cover. Uh, I feel like there's a lot uh, surrounding the Bigfoot. Um, I think a lot of us know about many Bigfoot stories or like the most, one of the most famous ones of that video. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> the so I just like walk in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of kind of stuff surrounding that, which we'll dive into. Um, but I guess we want to start with, uh, let's define what a cryptid is. Um, so Brennan, do you, do you know what a cryptid is? I vaguely know what a cryptid is. I believe it's more of kind of like a, I don't know, we refer to them as monsters. I'd say it's something just more unexplained or secretive. Yeah. Um, I know, I believe the prefix crypt is something like hidden. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, so yeah, it's almost like a monster, but they refer to it as an animal of like unexplainable kind of thing, not of, of our world almost, if you will. So the definition that they give us is animals that are cryptozoal, that cryptozoologists believe may exist somewhere in the wild, but whose presence exists um, are disputed or unsubstantiated by science. So <clears throat> it's pretty much just right on the dot of what you're saying, right? It's not really like, I, I, I wouldn't say maybe it's not defined by monster, like you said, but more of like an animal that we just don't really comprehend, if that makes sense. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, and I understand like, why a lot of people kind of think the cryptozoologists are a little off base. Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of people are like, no, I like to stick to the facts and right. this idea of like different monsters that we haven't been able to discover, especially, um, like the Bigfoot. It's so, right. you know, there's so many like Bigfoot hunting TV shows. Oh yeah. There's this one. It's my favorite. I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's like this group of like hillbillies <laughs> who go out and they hunt like these different monsters and they'll be like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, do you see that? <laughs> it's it's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh, is that there's something in the bushes. Jim, go get my shotgun now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they pull out their 12 megapixel camera and try to record it. They pull out a camcorder from 06 and they're like, oh shit, this is 4K. <laughs> Literally though. And so like I get that. There's a lot of skeptics who are like, well, if you have all these hillbillies looking for uh -huh. for these Bigfoots or these chupacabras, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, then, of course, uh, it's going to be a little bit like weird. Yeah, definitely. Um, and a lot of these scientists who want to be really serious about this aren't going to take them serious. And I feel like that kind of hurts the brand. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and that's something that I'll hit on as well later down the line. Um, unfortunately, like the people that really genuinely believe in like Bigfoot and cryptids and stuff. Um, a lot of like kind of the craziness surrounding the whole idea, unfortunately pushes like a bad light on all those people that want to take it seriously. Like you were just saying. Um, so 
yeah, we'll kind of dive into that stuff. Um, I wanted to go over though, because I, I personally didn't know, but there is not really any difference between a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch. There are like, I was, when I was doing my research, there's like minimal differences, but most people would say it's like a, um, a synonym yeah. for either. So you can, you say Bigfoot Sasquatch, you can't say big or Bigfoot feats, Bigfoot. Yeah. So oh. it, would it be more like more correct to be like big feats instead of big foots or like, no, I think it is big foots. Way? I don't think you say big feats, big foots, big. I don't remember now. Dang. That's a good question. Whoever knows the answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Send it in, send it in. <laughs> um, so, uh, the word Sasquatch did come from indigenous people, um, that, and I might butcher this really bad because I probably should have looked at how to pronounce this phonetically, but I didn't because I'm a fool. That's okay. If somebody rages, they'll just send an email. Yeah, that's true. Then I'll get destroyed over email. Um, but I'm going to try my best. So it's Halcomelum. Halcomelum. Um, that's the, that's the language they speak. I, like I said, I may be butchering that. So I apologize to anybody that, uh, knows how to say that or if that's their, their indigenous language. Um, I can but, already hear the keyboards typing. <laughs> so the word it's derived from is Sask Eats. So it's spelled S-A-S-Q apostrophe E-T-S, um, which that translates to wild man or hairy man. Um, so that's how we derive that word to Sasquatch to kind of mean what we know as of, of it today, Bigfoot. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, sorry if I butchered that. Apologies in advance, but hopefully you guys can understand what we're saying. Um, <clears throat> so I just want to go over brief origin of Bigfoot. So, excuse me. Um, most of it, as we kind of just discussed right now, is all rooted Native American folklore. Uh, definitely a lot of myths surrounding it and a lot of like uh, kind of stories. I mean, most, if not all, all of cryptids come from folklore, right? I mean, it's kind of hard to prove this kind of stuff, obviously, as we know. Right. It's difficult to prove, and we've witnessed it with, for instance, um, Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, yeah. Right. It's very difficult to prove. You can, you, you, I mean, you can catch those kind of weird things on camera, like, like uh, power going out, static, just weird noises and whatnot. And and this has happened with Bigfoot as well. Right. But it's very hard to prove that evidence is concrete enough to prove of something's existence. Well, I definitely know exactly what you're talking about because, um, you know, the best example I have is when I was on jury duty, mm -hmm. the whole goal of the prosecution was to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that this individual was guilty yeah. of the crime. Like they're innocent until they prove that and i think it's the same way with like the bigfoot and the the scientists because right now they're like we don't have enough evidence to say it exists and right. so these researchers their job is to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that this creature this sasquatch lives yeah yeah no for sure and it's it sucks because like oh man dude i would love to know i think oh, it'd yeah. be awesome if there was a sasquatch that'd be so dope I mean, I, and I guess you guys can already, uh, guess what I'm, uh, I subscribe to. I definitely, I wish there was a Sasquatch. I don't know if there is, but I freaking sure hope they do live. 
Yeah, I definitely fall into the camp with a lot of these things of I want to believe. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've ever seen like the X Files, they have like that poster on the wall with the uh, with the UFO, and it just says yeah. I, I want to believe. believe. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> definitely how I feel. I'm like, just prove to me, like I want to believe you, but right now I'm just not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, so t- to jump back into this, so they were described to be ape-like creatures. Uh, mostly inhabitants of forest mountains of North America. And uh, they go by many different names, as we know. So Yeti, which would be like in the Himalayas. And then you have your abominable snowman as well, um, that also some people consider to be some type of different variation of a Sasquatch or Bigfoot. And then you have your regular old Bigfoot that lives in the Pacific Northwest. That's where generally most people consider it to be from. Um, so Bigfoot really gained popularity in the fifties. Um, when somebody in California discovered a series of footprints, those kind of started circling around and it just blew up after that. Like crazy Dang, What was it doing in California? Shit, dude. I don't know. Paying $7 for gas. Well, in the fifties, I don't know. It was probably wasn't, that bad in the 50s. It was probably pretty cool. It's still hot, though, if you're a hairy creature. That would suck. Dang, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's worse than living in Tucson. Yeah, dude. Yeah, in Tucson is hot. Um, it's it, They were discovered in Bluff Creek, which I don't really know where Bluff Creek's at. Um, so that may be, I don't know, a little bit warmer than your regular places or Tucson or something. However... Um, yeah, I guess to go along with with whoever found it, it was a construction worker. His name was Jerry Crew. He found the big, large footprints, and uh, they started taking cast of them, and then they dubbed it as the uh, Bigfoot. So then that that term really blew up like crazy, and then everybody started using it, and then all these folklore ideas started coming up, and yeah, pretty exciting stuff. So... Um, <clears throat> Sorry, guys, my throat is pretty dry right now. Um, Yeah, no, for (laughs) sure. (laughs) But no, I kind of, I don't know. I've never heard of a lot of like this lore. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting the fact that um, the Bigfoot kind of was discovered in more of the West, especially during like this time period, because there were so many people uh, going to the West, this whole idea of you know, making your own. You had the gold rush that was going on there and you just have yeah, all these people exactly. um, flocking from from the east to the west and there's just this different culture growing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mining culture uh, definitely could have contributed to it um, quite a bit. And I guess when it comes to just looking at the, the evidence that they found, uh, you know, sometimes people can just get bored and so they'll start things. Yeah. And so I feel like that's definitely a possibility because, you know, I would get bored in those times. (laughs) I mean, without like smartphones and um, all of this anti, but social media. Yeah. um, Definitely is entertaining at the least. Um, But back then it was just, they didn't have that same kind of stimulation all the time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's a, it's kind of interesting too, that we have these like, stories all to go in the fifties or kind of leading up to the two thousands. Um, but it seems so weird to me because that like 
I don't know. In the fifties, I feel like everybody was so conservative yeah. about their ideas and to have such a out kind of like out there idea, I feel like would have put you in a really bad light in your community, you know? Yeah. So it just seems so odd that all these crazy stories, and I seldom hear about like Bigfoot stories now. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm just not looking for it or I'm not the target audience for that. Right. Um, but I feel like it happened quite a bit back in the day. And now nobody's really talking about Bigfoot. Again, I may be wrong on that because I'm not the target audience, but maybe I will be now because I've been doing so much research. Um, so... Yeah, I guess we'll see. And that'll prove if uh, my you're technology gonna get, is like, spying on me. <laughs> you're going to get Facebook ads all the time now. Have you seen Monster Hunters? What yeah. about Monster Quest? Yeah. Buy the complete DVD set yeah. right now uh-huh. on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to get destroyed with all these ads about Bigfoot and cryptids. It's going to be sick. Oh, yeah. Hells yeah. Bro. Hells yeah, brother. Um. So yeah, I think we can just dive right into it. That's kind of like the quick, I guess it wasn't very quick, but uh, sort of quick rundown of origins of Bigfoot and I guess our general thoughts. And we can kind of share those a little bit more as we go through the the stories that we have prepared for you guys and the research we've done. For sure. I definitely think it's going to be a, a very fun and interesting episode and in all honesty, I definitely think the whole Bigfoot lore and the whole Bigfoot, um, I'm going to call it a phenomenon, just yeah. uh, this creature that may or may not live out there. There's just so much to go into, and there's so many stories that I think are just extremely interesting. And um, I think it'll be a lot of fun to cover a lot of those. Yeah, and I think, honestly, this could be a two-part episode. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Um but let's start off with probably the most, if not the most popular, or I just said that twice. Hey, that's okay. I meant to say probably one of the most, if not the most popular um, sighting of Bigfoot. Yeah. And I'm assuming you know what it is. I th- Maybe. I think so. It's, um, a, it's the video. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, the one we discussed earlier. So that's the, they call it the Patterson Gimlin film. Um, these, uh, these two guys, so, oh man, I'm trying to remember Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin. I'm just going to call them Roger and Bob. Easy. Yeah. Um, so Roger and Bob, these guys out in California, same place they found the, uh, original, I guess maybe not the original, but where it kind of gained traction, the Bigfoot, the, um, what's it called? The cast. Okay, the, yeah. the one kind of like what I was giving the rundown at the beginning about how they found the cast and it kind of blew up. Right. Not found the cast, but they found the footprint, made cast of it. So same place, Bluff, Bluff Creek, California. And this was in 1967. Um, these two guys, Roger and Bob, they're uh, filmmakers. So, and a lot of these things, it's unfortunate because a lot of the evidence that they have um, to disprove the video really stacks up against these two guys. Um, I can definitely see why. Just like mentioning they're filmmakers. Exactly. There's a lot of skepticism there where they're like, oh yeah, they're filmmakers. So they know how to do this kind of stuff. They know how to fake stuff. So yeah, I can see definitely why people would be skeptical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I I guess I'll just give a, a rundown of it. So the film gained like 
a bunch of attention um, throughout like, I was about to say social media, but there was no social media back then, but like <laughs> more uh, news coverings, local town news, stuff like that, um, where these two guys, Roger and Bob, are up in the mountains. They're doing like a horseback riding in the in the area, and then they see this creature out and about. They don't know what it is. They pull out their camera because they're filmmakers, and they start filming it. Um, and then eventually, a couple of years later, they push out the 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 uh, footage and then it blows up like crazy so and that's where we get that really iconic video of that very elusive bigfoot turning its head and looking at the camera and then walking away right so <clears throat> a lot of the evidence like i said <clears throat> sorry guys i keep uh, having to clear my throat but a lot of the evidence that we have to disprove in my opinion, this video stacks up more than the evidence that we have to kind of back up the video. So one of the things, like we mentioned earlier, is they're filmmakers. And so, like you said, a lot of people are like, well, these guys are filmmakers. What's to say they weren't just trying to film like a, a Bigfoot movie, right? This is the hot craze. A few years ago, we found this, somebody found this big old uh, footprint, and now we're trying to make a movie about it, you know? And so they're like, a lot of people are like, well, what if these guys were just up there trying to film a movie? And then they're like, oh, you know what? I bet we can make a lot of money if we fake this is a Bigfoot video. Say, oh, we saw Bigfoot. That's it. That's that's the evidence that they have, right? For sure. Like just preying on like the cryptid craze. Yeah. And we kind of do the same thing like nowadays. People will see like some TikTok trend and they'll try and jump like right over it. Yeah. And be like, oh my gosh, we have to do this because mm -hmm. um, some kid decided he was going to do it and a right. lot of people liked it. Um, so we need to jump on that craze and we need to uh, hype it up as much as we can so people will get into it and we can make as much money and get the views. And Because um, at the end of the day, it's all about the money. Right. Yeah, for sure. And, the, and it's kind of the same thing that people do with um, like a lot of true crime and stuff. Like, mind you. I personally am a huge fan of true crime. I really enjoy learning about it. And I mean, I think a lot of people understand that modern America right now is very obsessed, if you will, uh, with true crime. And so many people are catering to it. That's why there's so many shows about like serial killers, murderers, stuff like that. Yo, like no joke. I, I love true crime and... <laughs> I sound like a 45-year-old divorcee, but I like to watch this uh, series called Fatal Vows, and it's all about these couples who end up like, in the end, uh, they end up, one of them ends up killing the other, or no, sometimes they do like nice. a, a whole suicide thing, but it's it's super <laughs> dramatic yeah. um, in the beginning because it's like, uh, love is blind, mm. <laughs> marriage is bliss, Diver divorce is murder. Jeez, <laughs> it's it's really interesting. I I love it. It's um, if you are ever curious about spouses like killing each other, yeah, definitely give it like a watch and a run through. But yeah, I might have to give it a watch because that, that sounds pretty interesting to me actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but see, I mean, they're they're catering right to what we like, right? Right. And so in this situation, I'm sure Roger and Bob both were like, "Oh, we could probably make a decent amount of money doing this." Um, so kind of to skip a lot of the backstory, um, there are a few people that came out. There's one guy, um, I don't remember his name. I want to say it was like Steven something. 
Um, but this, this, uh, dude had come out in like 2000 and he said, I was the one wearing that costume and people started losing their minds. They're like, well, that disproves it. This guy said he was the one wearing the costume. He gave us all this information. He said that his, this deal was like made way before and it was supposed to be kept really on the down low. And then a little bit after that, apparently the costume maker yeah. also came out and said, I made that costume. I did all this stuff for him. They paid me 50 grand and they told me to keep everything on the down low. And he's like, I would have come out about it sooner if not, if it weren't for my business. Cause apparently his reasoning behind not coming out sooner about it was he didn't want to hurt his business. He didn't want to tell people like, Oh, I was the one that made that costume. And then his business dies down. Which kind of seems like the opposite of what would have happened. Right. That seems very counterintuitive. It's like, holy crap, this guy made a costume so realistic that people thought he was an actual Bigfoot for X amount of years. Probably millions of people thought it was Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. You've got great skills if you can do that. You know, mind you, it was like, like I said, it's like on a 12 megapixel camera. So, I mean, quality could have been shoddy. But anyway, that's kind of besides the point. But it, it... that's like another point that I found that may like disprove his story. Um, but a lot of people have done a lot of analysis on it, like a lot. And they've studied the video. Uh, excuse me. Um, yeah, they've studied the video. They've also kind of like done measurements on everything. If that kind of makes sense, but you can, they studied the video, meaning they looked at how broad, the shoulders on the Bigfoot in the footages. Right. And then they say it's like way too big to be your average male or female. And uh, so like, I, I don't remember, I want to say it was like a 22 inch uh, broad shoulder or something. Yeah. I might be wrong on that. So don't quote me on that, but um, it was like 22 inches or something or 24 inches, but Andre the giant. Yeah his shoulder width is like 21. And so if it were somebody in that costume, they would have had to been ginormous. And the other thing that people kind of like will say in the video is that the way he's moving his arms, yeah, any big person couldn't do that. Most of the time, if they're like really tall and have broad, broad shoulders, that means that their like rib cages are too big. So they'd almost be like doing like a circular motion when they right. walk, not like a forward and back, like in the video, like a stick, you know? And so that's very interesting. Like, do you think if they did fake it, they could have used like sticks, like do an internal thing? Yeah. But, and then again, the guy would have had to come forward and been like, yeah, this is what we did. And I don't think he really mentioned that his was probably just like, yeah, I just suited up my guy. And like, so, well, the costume designer said that they put, um, this is according to him, but apparently they use like uh, football, football pads for the broad shoulders. So they had somebody wear football pads and because that made the shoulders really big, they were still able to move their arms because they're, their like rib cage wasn't large. Yeah. You know? Um, so that was like one thing that I kind of like, ah, I don't know about that. But, um, the other thing too, that people said were you could like the way it walks, it was walking very f- funny. I can't remember the, like the exact wording they used, but it was because they're bipedal. They still walk like a normal, like human or humanoid, but, um, it was more like one step after the other if that makes sense. So like humans, you go kind of side to side. 
Yeah. But they were almost in line with each other, the way it walked. Okay. Like you're like you're walking like fancy. You yeah. Know? I get what um, you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy because I can see you like doing yeah, the I'm motion. Like, <laughs> I'm doing the motion in front of him and he's like, oh, yeah. I go, but the listeners are probably like, what the hell are these guys on about? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's there's quite a bit of like evidence, like you said, not supporting the uh, the video, but there are some weird things that I, in my opinion, would kind of like support it like the broad shoulder thing that seems very weird to me because and and then they also measured him uh height wise and they said he was probably like over six five to seven feet tall and for anybody to be that tall like i don't know man back in the day like that you seldom had people that tall everybody was short back in the day dang i could fit right in yeah dude (laughs) i would too shoot (laughs) um (laughs) So yeah, there's a a lot of kind of haze surrounding the video. And even today, people still study that video. People still show it in Bigfoot videos, um, which is kind of fun. I think it's it's funny that people still kind of like use that as evidence yeah. to prove that Bigfoot is real when there's, I don't know, probably more concrete stuff. Um, maybe not though. It's really up to anybody's discretion. Right, for sure. <laughs> um, again, I want to probably should reiterate this. All of the things that I'm saying, I tried my best to do research on specific topics. Um, I may get some details wrong, so please forgive me. Do not quote uh, what I say because I may be completely wrong. We are not a source for a thesis yeah, at all. <laughs> and actually, if you're writing your thesis on freaking Bigfoot, I... I don't know. You might want to change your subject. <laughs> I feel like that'd be really hard to prove unless you're doing like the filmmaking of Bigfoot. Yeah. But something like that. I don't know. I think even with that, you'd probably struggle. I don't know how many people yeah. go out there and try and film Bigfoot. I just know about the hicks going in the woods. Yeah. And then that one <laughs> video and then there's Monster Quest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's one of the st- one probably the most famous story I would say. Um, another one that I came across on was pretty interesting in my opinion. So this one they call the Minnesota Iceman. Have you heard about that at all? I, I haven't. The Minnesota Iceman? Yeah. Whack. Yeah, pretty whack. So this was in 1960 as the title states in Minnesota. Um, so what kind of had happened was, well, I should probably start with the guy that <clears throat> really brought it to light. So this guy's name was Frank Hansen. Uh, he was a formal, or yeah, he was a former uh, carnival worker. He claimed to discover the Iceman back in 1967. Uh, he said he was walking around at a carnival, or uh, I don't know if it was walking around at a carnival or somebody talked to him and said, I think it was like somebody was like, hey, you want to see somebody in ice and he was like uh what <laughs> and then so he's they're like yeah just pay us a quarter and um you can go look at our little ice man so he's like all right it was these two old people yeah so walks into the house and he's like he described it to be like super smelly super stinky he didn't know if it was like the the owners just like were disgusting but he walks yeah. up to this uh creature in a block of ice and he described it to be very tall, very stinky because it was almost like 
decomposing in front of him. Gross. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty disgusting. Um, but he said it was a humanoid uh, figure, very hairy. Yeah. Six feet tall <clears throat> with very long arms, flattened nose, and uh, he described to have very broad shoulders, kind of like that video. Yeah. Um, and super muscular, he said, which seemed, I don't know, like I, I don't think I ever... And most of the research that I've done, I haven't seen many people say like, oh, it was like a very strong, I just see they were like big, but he like, he was like one of the only people that described him as being muscular or Bigfoot as being muscular, which I thought was interesting. Mind you, he was right next to <clears throat> this supposed creature. So I don't know, but dude, I would have paid a quarter to see that. Even if it was, well, I don't know. Probably shouldn't say this, but even if it was just a dead body, I'd be like, oh, dude, just see a freak. You're going to give, I'm going to pay you a quarter to see a dead body. This is kind of <laughs> wild. I would just be more like, not because I want to like, oh, I want to see a dead body, but that's like, you've, in, you've intrigued me. You've like woken up my like, um, curiosity, you know, like, why am I going to give this person a quarter to fall into a back room? Like, what, am I going to die? <laughs> you know, Bro, it would have been way worse if the guys were like, okay, you paid the poor, you paid the quarter. That's not just to see it. You get to touch it. <laughs> yeah. And feel it. You know what? You want to know what an ice man feels like. You want to feel that hair. <laughs> you want to feel his skin in between your fingers. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then, and then turns out the, that uh, guy was just uh, the last person that paid a quarter to see the last dead body. Damn. And then they just kill this Frank Hansen guy, shove him in ice and start charging other people quarters to see him. Basically either that <laughs> or you got some disease. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> um just so, some super deadly disease that ruins your life yeah that was like anthrax <laughs> basically anthrax <laughs> um so sorry <laughs> okay so apparently this ice man was uh on ex um like exhibit throughout the u.s and some parts of canada uh, most of the time they would show him at fairs and carnivals. So I'm, I like want to say that it was at a carnival that he saw it or a fair of some sort. Bro, I think I figured out who the Iceman was. Who is it? It was Abraham Lincoln. Oh. Dude, freaking huge AF, super <laughs> hairy. They carried his body all over the U.S. Yeah, that's Dude, true. It, it was Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Can you <too>. imagine? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Um, they just kept him on ice the whole time. Basically. So... Yeah, so as soon as Frank Hansen uh, sees this, like, decomposing body, he immediately calls the uh, Bigfoot Field Research Organization, or better known as BFRO. Oh, shoot. These guys, you know with an acronym, like you have the CIA and FBI, <laughs> you know they're serious. Oh, they dude, mean business. Shit, all these, like, any Bigfoot research company or anything like that all have these crazy acronyms. It's ridiculous. BFRO, come on now. Bro, bro, it sounds like you're saying like you're an old, uh, old English saying, bro. Basically, will you be my bro <laughs> and go to the buff far with me <laughs> and pick up butt chicks? Butt chicks? <laughs> <laughs> no, they want to slap their butt chicks. <laughs> um, so. He calls the Bafro. They come over to try and uh, do more research to it, but they're immediately denied. Uh, these old people don't want them to check out this 
this like creature at all, blah, blah, blah. And then some time passes and it is replaced with a wax figure, which is pretty interesting. And the creature or whatever was in the ice was gone, just disappeared. Really? Yep. Nobody ever found it again. Dang. Seems pretty weird. Um, I can see that being like super awkward. You have this guy who's claiming that he has like this Bigfoot. He's talking to his this gal and he's like, hey, you want to come see my ice man? Let's, mm-hmm. let's come back to my place. Yep. You know, maybe he has a little wax on him. You're <laughs> catching my drift. <laughs> oh, what do you think, honey? <laughs> hey, come back to my place. Hey, come see a dead body. <laughs> I'll let you feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a quarter if you look at my dead body. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so these guys couldn't get any inf- more information on it, which is unfortunate. Um, but a lot of people say that this story was kind of like, a, what if it was just like a dead body, right? Some These old people killed some, old, er, some dude and they shoved him in ice, and then they were like trying to show it off, say it was like some crazy creature that they put a bunch of hair on. But then as soon as this guy, Frank Hansen, was like, oh, I'm going to bring this organization over, they potatoed. They're like, oh, shoot. Like, we can't let this get like too popular because this is a dude we murdered, yeah. you know? And uh, I thought that was pretty interesting because I was like, man, that would be such a crazy way to hide a murder because you can't say like, oh, dead body on ice, come check it out, you know? But if you market it as, hey, we've got Bigfoot on ice, right. people are going to be like, oh, shoot, let's go check out Bigfoot. You know, no one's going to raise any eyebrows. Well, people are raising eyebrows, but it's not going to be any more than just like a, ooh, Bigfoot, you know? Bro, they just need to get the FBI on the case, and they can get They'll away with it the for whole eight thing. years. <laughs> eight years. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and it'll end up being Bigfoot's fault. <laughs> yeah, they'll pin it on Bib- Bigfoot. And then, after killing him. <laughs> yeah, after they killed him, supposedly. That's actually one of the uh, one of the conspiracy theories behind uh, all this um, Bigfoot stuff. Anthrax. Yeah, it was anthrax. <laughs> anthrax. <laughs> um, but we can uh, we can hop into that here soon ish. I think. Um, so sorry, I got a few more of these uh, that we can hop into if you want. Um, this one also involves the Bafro. Oh shoot! Um, they mean business. Yeah, dude, they mean business. They're probably the, like the ones that came up the most. The Bafro, um, Mister back- Steal Your Girl. <laughs> yeah, Mister Steal Your Girl. Um, back when Hanson found that that Iceman, uh, they weren't super huge, but he knew about them, so he decided to contact them. But um, during this time, this was in early two thousands. So this one's called the Skookum Cast which was out in the Skookum Meadow, Washington. Uh, It was a plaster cast made out of what appeared to be the uh, foot of a Bigfoot. Okay. So they say it was approximately 24 inches long with an 8-inch wide, um, like, foot. That is giant. Two feet by 8 inches? Dang. That's wild. And you know what they say about big feet? Big-ass shoes. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So yeah, they were able to actually get a cast of this and then they put it like they feature exhibits, blah, 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 kind of like your, uh, um, your Iceman. Yeah. But this was a lot earlier, right? Or a lot more down the line. So it was about, cause that was 67. They found the Iceman. So it would have been 23 years later. Yeah. Um, that they, uh, 23, 33, 33 years later, um, that they found this, this, uh, like 
what's it called? Um, foot impression in yeah. the ground. So a lot of people on this one too find kind of like weird. Because <laughs> this, this one's interesting. So do you remember how I was telling you in the Gim, Gimlin video, um, they show how the Bigfoot kind of walks in that like fancy style, one foot after the other. Right. So in this one, they also got the same idea um, for the uh, <clears throat> the cast. So they saw the tracks and they all kind of did the same thing. They were one after the other. And people kind of found it weird. Well, maybe they're just trying to like market to that same video because it would almost hold more validity because the video showed it. So if they believe in the video, maybe they'll believe these tracks are the same. Um the weird part is though, which this was kind of interesting to me, was in those same tracks they found uh, dermal ridges. So what dermal ridges are like? If you look at your fingers, like the little, like your fingerprint almost, like okay, circular lines or like all the like, curves and crap in your hands and stuff or on your feet, it had all these dermal ridges in it. How how easy would it be for somebody to fake dermal ridges in like a cast? That's exactly. what I want to know. Like how easy, how detailed do you have to be, and how like invested right. do you really have to be to like get that type of detail and how accurate would that be that exactly i have like a million questions now yeah that's and that's why i found so interesting about this particular situation was that there were like i can kind of i don't know like it'd be pretty easy to kind of fake the steps right right if you have a big long stick and you have the cast at the bottom and you're making the steps however in 2000 i mean to be able to get something that accurate where people can see pronounced like dermal ridges and very small finite detail yeah that's pretty crazy to me i don't know if that would be very possible mind you i don't really know about casts like making or how they would have made it you know like it could have been wood for instance maybe they use wood to make the stamps on the ground whoever if this was fake Right. right maybe they use wood to make the stamps on the ground but even with wood dude that's super difficult you don't have the intricate detailed tools that we have now to be able to make something like dermal ridges like that's pretty crazy to me so i don't know that's the this this one in this particular situation this one kind of seemed more legit overall in my opinion uh just because of that one uh i guess fact i don't know if you want to call it a fact but that one uh um stand out to the rest that seemed just kind of funky. We can call it a piece of evidence because that's, yeah, that's a piece something of ev- they're, exactly. they're yes, presenting for sure. It's a piece mm-hmm. of evidence. Um, and it's for us, the jury, to decide. Right. Yeah, That exactly. Yeah, piece of evidence. That's perfect way to put it. So, oh, yeah. So, and this was the Bufro that found it, by the way. So oh, these nice. guys, and that's kind of like the other reason why people are like, oh, well, maybe it was fake. You know, you got this big organization. They have a lot of uh, resources available to them. At least I think they had a lot of resources. Um, but because they're like already trying to find Bigfoot, you know, you almost convince yourself of this idea of like, no, we got to find Bigfoot. We got to find Bigfoot. And then, you know, it, you get further down the line, you get further down the line, no evidence, no concrete evidence. Mm-hmm. Telling you, yes, Bigfoot is real. So maybe, you know what? I'm just going to convince other people. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this footprint. And then I'm going to push it out to the world. Right. And say, yeah, it was legit. And that's a lot of like what people say is like, that's not real because it was the Bifro that found it. Right. You know, which would be like almost like, uh, 
I don't know, like McDonald's doing a study on, oh, actually, uh, healthy food is horrible for you. You actually die sooner. You need the McDouble yeah. now. Yeah, our McDouble actually has been proven to extend life by 20 years. People would be like, uh, yeah, right. You just want me to come buy your food. And right. this was like kind of the same idea with Bifro, where it was like, uh, yeah, right. You just want me to buy into your idea, your organization. You want right. me to fund you, you know, because they, obviously they all want money. Yeah. And that's the kind of crappy thing. And I think we discussed this a little earlier, but a lot of these organizations, a lot of these kind of uh, one-offs or the people that don't really take these situations seriously really just are in it for the money. Right. And that's where I think it kind of puts a really bad light on all these other organizations. Like, for instance, Bifro, like maybe they only wanted money, but maybe they were being legit, you know? Yeah. And so... Yeah, that's a lot of like why the some people kind of write that cast off um, yeah. because it was founded or found by a big four organization. But I don't know. I probably subscribe to this one the most, in my opinion, for, sure. for like more evidence, more concrete evidence because of that one finite detail of the um, dermal ridges. I just think that's so interesting. You yeah, know? I would definitely say that that would move some people from the maybe camp into the you know what, this this could be possibly real. This this is strong evidence, you know. At this point, you know, they've presented something that is more com- concrete. And personally, like, after hearing the about the dermal ridges, that, that flipped a switch in my brain and was like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold the phone for a second. Yeah. This is, this is something I, I wasn't expecting. Like, I knew there were casts out there, but I didn't know there were some that were so detailed and specific to where it could pick up um, kind of almost like unique footprints, which right. kind of blew my mind. Yeah, because like y- the way you get your like fingerprints and whatnot is you get the ink and you put it on a piece of paper, right? There's it is like so insane how tiny those little ridges are, you know, to be able to do that in a cast. Right. That's pretty nuts. That's pretty nuts. I don't know. It's crazy. But, oh, and you know how to, because I want to believe that so much. But you know what I just thought about is maybe yeah. it's so large because it had to be large to be able to get those details in. Possibly. Yeah, I could see that too. You know, because two feet, that's pretty large, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's like a substantial size, but you can add a lot of detail to something a little bit bigger. Something that's small, maybe even like 10 inches, for instance. Right. Like, uh, that's going to be pretty hard to get those really fine details and be able to get some good cast out of it. For sure. So I don't know. Something to think about, I guess. Um, another one that happened also in California, uh, this was in the Sierra Nevada mountains in California. Uh, this guy named Ron Moorhead was on a, a little kind of like, I guess, like exhibit or I don't know if that's the right word, exhibition. Yeah, you could say exhibition or like an exploration or something like that. Yeah, so he was uh, just out kind of looking around, hiking, and uh, he recorded what a lot of people believe to be Bigfoot-like sounds. Um, So what he recorded were a bunch of like howls, hoots, whistles, and like other just like one-off noises, Yeah, um, which is kind of freaky in my opinion, you know, because you don't really think about like, I guess in Bigfoot, like what they sound like. You just think like, oh, it's probably like if it's a big humanoid creature, like a Neanderthal almost, it'd just be like, <laughs> like grunts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I always imagine him like a librarian, like, 
Yeah. I'm not going to talk to you. And he just walks around with his book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's just minding his own business. He's reading um, some smut. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so so it's just kind of weird because, like, eerie, they describe it to be eerie house, which is just freaky. Like, I don't know. To And if it was, like, a wolf, for instance, eerie house doesn't, like, really, like, Oh, what's that word? Kind of like make the hair on your neck stand up, you know? Yeah. Because it's a wolf. You expect that from a wolf. But to think like like a Bigfoot, you I genuinely only think of like, oh, you know? But then to hear like an eerie howl, it's just kind of freaky, you know? Yeah. I, you know, that would definitely like put me on edge. But like <laughs> um, definitely the wolves and the other stuff put me on edge as it stands. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there was one time just jump off real quick yeah. where uh i went out camping uh it was actually with my ex uh-huh. and their family and they they had a trailer and so it was nice but yeah. um i couldn't sleep one night and i kind of snuck out to grab like just grab a beer and i swear i saw like a pack of coyotes just across the road Dude, coyotes are so annoying bro i almost like I almost shit a brick. Like, <laughs> I almost did. Like the minute I did, I was like, I just grabbed the beer real quick and I ran back inside because there's no way I was going to leave my beer outside. Yeah, I just you saw a take coyote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to calm down a little bit. Yeah, you got to bring your beer and get a little, uh, get a little off edge, right? Right. And they howled and everything. And I like, I saw this. I swear I saw this. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Uh, no you didn't <laughs> you always got got somebody who's telling you uh no yeah you're, uh, somebody's always got to contradict or go against the curve for sure i mean there's always going to be a hater it's just they kind of suck they're like, yeah the worst yeah, i agree <laughs> um <clears throat> so this one is i believe uh one of the earliest okay encounters of um like Bigfoot. So, and I may be wrong on the date, but I want to say it is, uh, 1924. Um, so yeah, definitely like the oldest, one of the oldest. Right. So this was in Washington in Mount St. Helens. So they call this place Ape Canyon. Uh, it's on the Southern slope of Mount St. Helens associated with famous encounters, um, of the Bigfoot or Sasquatch. So a group of miners, um, they said that they were up there and they called these guys the Helen apes. Um, so Mount St. Helens, so Helen's apes and, uh, or ape Canyon survivors. But according to these guys, uh, they were attacked by big foots. Dang. Yeah. They were attacked by a bunch of these either they call them like big hairy apes back then. Yeah. And I think, I think back then they probably didn't, and I probably should have done more research on this, but I don't know if they call them Bigfoot then, but it was later down the line that we coined that, that phrase that people started associating that situation with Bigfoot. Yeah. Cause back then in the, in the twenties, it was like, Oh man, like what was that? That's such a weird situation. Um, but so these guys were out in a cabin up in the Ape Canyon, and they reported a bunch of really weird, frightening things that happened to them. Uh, they said a bunch of ape-like creatures yeah. that were about seven feet tall started throwing rocks at their cabin. Really? And they kept trying to break in. Yeah. So Shoot. they're all inside this cabin. They start hearing a bunch of noises and then stuff hitting the walls. 
or sorry, not the walls, but the uh, windows and then banging everywhere. So these guys are just like freaking out and they start pulling out their guns and start shooting like crazy, you know, freaking 1920 Americans, bro, pulling out their guns, start capping fools. Um, so then they later coined it as the eight Canyon attack, which actually, yeah. So that would make sense. They probably didn't, uh, name it Bigfoot then. Yeah. It was later down the line that somebody probably was like, Oh shoot, maybe that was Bigfoot. Um, pretty fair. I yeah. guess. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it's hard to like see any of these situations and say, yes, it was real. Right. Because it was only those group of people that were up there. Nobody else witnessed it. Nobody else like saw anything else happen. And it was just these people, these miners that, um, are like claiming all these stories. Right. And so a lot of people are saying like, well, some people say it was, it was a genuine encounter with like some unknown creature, some Bigfoot, Sasquatch, some type of humanoid. Right. Some people are just saying it was a misidentification. It was probably just a bear that was like attacking the cabin or some other people that were up there that were just pranking these miners. Yeah. Um, and like we've stated before, a lot of these like incidents, and I think I just hit on it, but a lot of these in, in, incidents are very inconclusive, right? Yeah. There's so much evidence surrounding it, but then there's so much evidence to disprove, dis, disprove of all these, uh, um, kind of like stories and stuff that people experience, um, <clears throat> which sucks again, cause I want to believe them so hard, but yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get any concrete evidence of any sort of Bigfoot existing, um, which sucks, you know, bro. I just remembered what the Hick show is. You just got to take the mountain monster clan out there with you. Mountain You'll monster clan? You'll catch him, bro. <laughs> mountain <laughs> monster clan? They always set a trap, and they always get the monster they're hunting, but then it disappears at the end. Oh, that like sucks. Like the werewolf and the chupacabra? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. They had him. They mm-hmm. had the chupacabra, and then it disappeared because Bigfoot helped the chupacabra escape. Oh, really? Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> it, it's really interesting. Uh-huh. I mean- Dang, Bigfoot's almost in everything there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, too, that a lot of people, like, I guess kind of, like, around trying to find Bigfoot, um, people say, like, well, why don't we find any bones? Right. For instance, like, why don't we find more evidence or, like, fossils of this creature that is so old or so tall that would be very hard to miss and... A lot of the time, like people refer to, like for instance, bears. Bears hide carcasses. Yeah, right. And that's why we seldom find bear-like bones and stuff. Um, wolves, I believe, wolves do it as well. And so people say, well, maybe Bigfoot does it as well. You know, there could be a big, like not a big family of them, but a couple of them yeah. living in the same area. As soon as one dies or or gets shot or gets found or whatever, they just hide the body right as as bigfoot because they obviously don't want to like people say like they know about humans right they don't want to get caught you know and so they're extra careful because if they're humanoid and they have like a sense of of uh brain or something which i would assume yes yeah they probably know that we're looking for them you know and they want to hide they want to keep secret um which i find pretty interesting because i and it wasn't until i I did all this research that I uh, found that bears actually hide yeah. 
carcasses and stuff. Like I had no idea they did yeah, that. It's pretty crazy. Very interesting. I didn't know. Um, I want to say wolves do it too, but I don't remember if that was factual. So don't quote me on it. Um, <laughs> I promise I won't. <laughs> so I think the last one before we hop into conspiracies surrounding um, Bigfoot, and I think that's probably where we're going to dive into more of like a conversation right uh which i'm pretty excited about was the so it's this one's the and i might butcher this again the fauki fauki i'm glad you're getting canceled (laughs) (laughs) this was a in arkansas this is a fuki fauku i don't know frick i'm just gonna refer to it as the monster because it's like the the fauki monster so i'm just gonna call it monster Oh, well, it's also known as the Boggy Boggy Creek Monster, so I'll just call it the Boggy Creek. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, well, here, how about you give me a rundown of what you've of what you know and I'll try to dive into a little more. Um, just a general overview of what I know. There's mm-hmm. like this monster um and it was quote unquote terrorizing this town as in a right. lot of people kind of um saw it and it was just kind of like a nuisance. Yeah, to where this one, th- this one was reported like the most. Yeah, almost like everybody saw it. Dang. Yeah. Continue. Um, I don't know. It was just a nuisance. It was like some teenager just roaming around your neighborhood. Yeah. It was, like it would throw rocks, and I think one yep. lady said like she saw it through her window. I mean, it was a little bit of a peeping tom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know too much about it. I just remember from just like learning about it and uh hearing something about it to where uh it was just kind of a nuisance like as far as i remember it never hurt or attacked anybody yeah um but i think it did throw rocks and yep some people were scared to come out of their homes and it kind of just stood in their yard yeah yeah so you're exactly right so it really was just a nuisance like it just bothered people um and it was almost like it was toying with everybody like it knew that it wasn't going to get caught yeah you know and you know what it kind of reminds me of is like a like how we discussed with skinwalkers that they just want to be like a menace yeah you know? like this guy was just trying to be a menace this boggy boggy creek monster um but most people so not many people like referred to this instant as bigfoot right um but later down the line people have started referring it as like maybe it's just a different type of bigfoot almost like the same as the yeti or the uh, abominable snowman where it's like maybe these guys are just like different branches of bigfoot just how we can have like black bears right brown bears and polar bears or pandas stuff like that you know yeah that definitely tracks exactly so they're all kind of like the same family if you will but uh different like differentiations between all. So this guy though, he was described to be also around seven feet tall, covered in hair and had an extremely foul smell. That was very (laughs) emphasized throughout the whole thing. Um, It's probably because it's in a Creek in like this little swampy area. Um, Dang roast my guy. And he's, he's, he isn't even here to get wrecked. Freaking boggy Creek monster. Freaking mook. Um, but yeah, so very foul. And this one had numerous sightings. Like everywhere I looked, everyone was like, yeah, this one had probably the most sightings out of everything, which is... Do you think it could have been like a case of mass hysteria or do you think there's something more to it? 
I think it could have been anything really. Like I think you're you hit on one of the points that like many people use to disprove this this situation. Um, where it was like, well, one person saw it, maybe somebody else saw something. Right. And then everybody was like, oh, I think I saw something. I think I saw something, you know? Yeah. Everyone kind of just starts like uh, formulating this idea of something that maybe didn't actually happen. Yeah. Like you said, mass hysteria. Um, So that was, that's one of the points that people use to like, like disprove. So another one is that somebody was just pranking the whole town, um, which is pretty bald, if you ask me. Um, the interesting thing with that one, which is also kind of hard to disprove this this uh, um, like theory, is that some teenager, some adult, whoever it was, was wearing a costume, yeah. terrorizing people. And like you said, he was a peeping Tom. So people assume it was like some adult. Yeah. And they were just like trying to get away with just doing like the scummiest things, you know? <laughs> um, but then this goes into why there are so many sightings. Yeah. Because, and this is where kind of the Bigfoot society comes in and says, well, a real Bigfoot wouldn't have let them see, like wouldn't have let people see them so often. But why? Um, because, it, and it goes back to like how we were talking about how we want to think that big feet, Bigfoots have like, um, like some sort of like intelligence, you know, where they know humans exist, they would don't want to get caught. And so that's why they say, well, Bigfoot wouldn't let themselves get caught as often. You know, all I'm going to say is they're not a Bigfoot. And so they can't say what right. it is to me. They're just like sounding like actually yeah. <laughs> a Bigfoot wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. Like who are these nerds to decide like, no, a Bigfoot would never do that. Right. Yeah. I get it. You're researching it, but dang man, uh-huh. <laughs> go well, find a wife. <laughs> Damn. Um, so, and that's kind of like, I think they get the idea of that because there's been so little evidence to show that Bigfoot actually exists you know, and so they just assume that it's because they want to stay out of like the human eye. Yeah. You know, and so they assume they say like, "Oh yeah, Bigfoot wouldn't have let that happen. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have let themselves be seen so often. So it must have been some dumb person yeah. wearing a costume that didn't uh, hide very well. Right. And that's why there are so many reported sightings of this creature. Um, I could totally just imagine like this whole group, like getting so mad about it. <laughs> yeah. And I'd literally just be like, Oh, get over yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, they, I don't know. It's, I want, I don't know. I want to, it just kind of, there's a lot of like, Sorry, I'm kind of stumbling over my words here. Um, there's a lot of organizations out there that aren't very legit, and there's some that, some that, in my opinion, are pretty legit. They actually want to find a Bigfoot. Right. You know, and a lot of those uh, organizations that you're kind of like making fun of yeah. exist so often that everyone just thinks they're a complete joke, you know? Dude. It just sucks. <laughs> 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 something that just like came to mind. I uh, bet you they're just like, they have a few pictures of like Bigfoot and they're like, yeah, damn, this is a bilf. A bilf. Oh, <laughs> oh bilf. I would disgusting. totally die. They have like this Bigfoot in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> Big letters. Bilf. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know, but 
the yeah the organizations part is kind of frustrating um because it's like say say there's a bunch of hospitals right and you have those one-off hospitals that really want to help people but then you have a shit ton of other hospitals that are just like you go in yeah and you pay a bunch of money and they don't do anything for you you know or they tell you some wacky thing like oh hey um my arm really hurts i think i may have like broken it like mm, no nah, just take some ibuprofen you're good here's some essential oils yeah <laughs> exactly just like that <laughs> um yeah, if you uh, are a fan of essential oils, I apologize, but it pretty much just like that, you know, like you start to kind of think, well, you start to like almost disprove everything that you may think was like legit, you know? And so then it's it's almost the same idea with these like Bigfoot organizations where you have the legit ones that are really trying hard. They don't want to act a fool. They don't want to look stupid in front of like... um I guess just not society, but like the general public. And then you have these idiots that also are kind of not wanting to, but are really making it hard not to see them as just like buffoons, you know? Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of on a tangent, but, um, so yeah, that was the, that was pretty much the last kind of thing that I wanted to cover on in terms of just like, Bigfoot sightings just in general. Yeah. There's, there's so many things out there. Um, so many, but these are kind of like the ones that were the most popular. For sure. Really? Um, I don't know if you had anything else you want to say, but we can hop in as conspiracies if you don't. How much do you got a lot of conspiracy theories? So I've got about six, six right now. Okay. Do you think it'd be long enough to just put it on a part two? Ooh, it really depends. <laughs> I think it depends on how much we want to talk. I think we could, but I think maybe we can start going over a few of them and then finish them off later. Sounds good. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So one of the conspiracy theories that I pulled up on, not very subscribed to, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, and it has to do with religion. Can you guess what it is? Is it the Bible? Yes, it is the Bible. Oh my God, is it Cain? It is Cain. Holy smokes, you're freaking genius. Oh my God, I'm quaking right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, disgusted. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this one is really like, it's probably the least subscribed to. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, so the theory comes out because of like Cain, the son of Adam and Eve, who was cursed by God for murdering his brother, right. Abel, right? And he was cursed to be on, or like walking the planet or whatever, whatever it was, like wandering as an outcast. Right. So a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, like I said, it's not very um, subscribed to, but I don't people, know. You've got a lot of Christians out there. Right. And that's that's the other thing too. That, and that's why I thought it was interesting because to tie it into like, to church or like religion yeah i thought was so interesting because most of the time people tie it into some like spirit or some ufo or anything right. which we'll hit on soon but um this one was interesting to me because it was different from all the rest you know yeah it wasn't like like oh it's just your oh it's an alien or oh it's like this government thing that people are trying to hide blah 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 yeah for sure um so yeah i just kind of want to hit on that because i thought it was pretty interesting um because 
it almost kind of makes sense if you believe, if you subscribe to the Bible and like religion and stuff like that. Like, For sure. Because, I mean, let's say that we do, right? Yeah. If you believe that Cain is actually on this world, where would it be? You know, and it could be, I mean, he can't really be a part of society because he's supposed to be like an outcast. Yeah. That's his like curse. And so that's why people think, well, maybe it's a Bigfoot. You know, he just, he's never been able to come to like an actual society. So he doesn't know how to bathe. Well, yeah. maybe he does, but he doesn't know how to shave. And because he's been on the earth so long, maybe he's just grown big and strong, tall, yeah. you know? And that's kind of like the reason why people think it could be Bigfoot, Kane. Yeah. Um, the reasons why I think some things disprove this theory or this conspiracy, um, I guess we can just call them theories. Uh, For sure. Is that there's other like reported sightings of creatures like this in, like I said, the Himalayas or out in like, uh, like I don't know, freaking Taiwan, places like that. Like it, not just here in the US or wherever. If it was like, if you... Maybe, I mean, we don't just have to stay to the U.S., but maybe he was banned and outcast in Canada, for instance. Well, it just kind of disproves that he was everywhere. Unless right. he has some magical way to, like, teleport and go somewhere else, you know? It's kind of hard to, like, say, yeah, that was it's Kane. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's just uh, built up a good relationship with God now, and they, they get to travel together. <laughs> yeah, like, that'd hey, be God, crazy. you want to go on a vacation to Hawaii? Hey, you want to go prank some freaking dumb idiot humans with Bro. me <laughs> in the bible god was the biggest prankster he's like ha you guys don't know how to swim <laughs> get, <Good> pranked. <laughs> get pranked noah build this ark <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> god um, in the house god in the house um so yeah i don't know if you uh what are your thoughts on that do you do you think it could be legit do you think uh it's just kind of some dumb conspiracy or theory I personally, I don't know. It's interesting. Like I said, like I don't necessarily know about any of these. Mm -hmm. I want to believe and I want to be able to say like 100% like, oh yeah, this is what happened, guys. This is what I know. Yeah. This is the evidence that we have and it's, it's concrete, but yeah. I can't necessarily say that. And so um, I find it interesting and I feel as though if I... I don't know. I don't know what camp I would really fall into, but I see this as more plausible, I guess, mm -hmm. than some of the other ideas um, that are out there of Bigfoot being a demonic um, creature Yeah, to where he's just a demon and his whole purpose is to lead people astray and, right. uh, and he'll lead them out into the woods to find them and then he'll kill them right. and bring their souls down to hell. Like, I don't... I don't know... I don't know. The whole well, cane theory is more reasonable than that, but all in all, like I don't know if I would slide into that group either. Yeah, I wouldn't slide into that at all. <laughs> Do you think though that that what you just said about him luring people into the forest to kill him because yeah. he's a demon? Do you think that could tie into Cain though? I mean, he killed. If you're subscribing to everything, right? He killed his brother. Yeah, and I mean that's pretty a, a pretty horrendous act, right? Yeah. So maybe. It is actually Cain, and he's luring people in to kill him. 
I thought God made it so he can't kill people. I know people can't kill him because some guy did, and it said, you will get sevenfold onto what he did to Cain. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm not <laughs> kind of a, I'm not really like a Bible buff or any sort of like knowledge about the Bible. <laughs> Bro, go serve a mission and read this stuff. <laughs> Just kidding. You won't read the Bible because... That's not where your focus is, bro. You're supposed to read the Book of Mormon, <laughs> even though the Bible's like, oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. Oh, I can actually talk to people about the Bible. What? Yeah. But no, the Bible's actually, uh, it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I don't read it now, but yeah. <laughs> when I did, I spent a lot of time uh, going through it and kind of just seeing these different passages and things that happen in, dude. God hated us. <laughs> I promise. God hated humans. <laughs> but why would he hate us if, if he was the one that created us? I don't know, bro. Like, it literally us, says in us. there, and God repented that he created man. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, I, I, have no, I don't think I've ever fully read the Bible or much of anything of that sort, to be honest. So, if yeah. If you're a missionary and you're bored and you want to kill yourself the oh bible goodness. is the best way to not do that <laughs> oh my goodness it's the only like <laughs> stimulant i ever had out there dude um <laughs> i had to check out i had to ask for my check to get out of there as soon as i could yeah year and a half i was like check please <laughs> <laughs> i i'm out <laughs> um yeah i mean dude we might have sufficient amount to be able to go over into a second episode. Bro, if you think we can, let's do it. Yeah. We, we, let's hit up one more. Okay. I've got a uh, former after this one. Okay. Four more. So let's hit this one, last one, and then we'll kind of tie it up and then finish off on the next episode. Okay. So this one is a government cover-up. Ooh. Um, FBI. <laughs> yeah. So this one the theory suggests that the existence of bigfoot is actually known by the government but they actively try to cover up the evidence and the sightings to maintain secrecy yeah um the alleged reasons for the cover-up range from concerns about public panic to hiding knowledge of unknown species and potential eco ecological implications yeah so that one's pretty interesting um you sound like you sound like you want to give me some of your thoughts so let's hear it <laughs> I don't know. It was just something that reminded like the whole government thing. Yeah. Um, this is, there's this online like forum. It's like a wiki mm -hmm. um, and it's called like SCP. Okay. Um, and it stands for uh, secure, contain, protect. And it's like this third party agency and their whole goal is to, to contain anomalies. And so they go all over the world to, to catch anomalies and it's either. Like, and what do you mean by anom anomalies? It sounded like you were about to say that. Sorry. <laughs> Well, just some like examples. Um, Bigfoot is actually one of them in the, the whole story created by somebody on this forum about how Bigfoot was like, there was a group of them and they actually surpassed like humanity and yeah. the like evolution race. And they got to the super advanced species. But then um, I think it was either God or somehow man got a hold of the technology and just ended them all oh, and wow. sent them back. And then we got ahead um like they sent him into the stone age exactly and so <laughs> back to neanderthal <laughs> yes <laughs> so bigfoot would be something um they talk about uh this like app on your phone i think mm -hmm. it's it's like malo.01 
And it's basically, it, it's under the dating app section. Um, but if you download it, like, I guess the description tells you, like, you're never going to be alone. You'll never have to deal with those awkward situa- situations. Yeah. And then you download it and you'll start receiving pictures of this, like, uh, humanoid dog, but its face is like a dog skull or a wolf skull. What the? And it'll send you pictures from, like, oh, you went to this coffee shop today until you'll start what? getting pictures of it, like watching you while you're, while you're sleeping. Um, but it will never like hurt you. You'll just get like all of these pictures. Um, Dude, that's terrifying. What the heck? I, I don't know. I was half intrigued. But Download it. I wish I could. It's not a real app. <laughs> yeah, or else I totally would. Um, and everybody says the that they've tried to like communicate with it, but it the communication they've had is it's just saying like, it doesn't want to hurt humans. It's just lonely. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll be your friend, <laughs> even though you'd scare me. Yeah. Um, but kind of SCP is like that. Just weird things. Like there's this camera, it's like a Polaroid camera. Mm-hmm. And if you take a picture of somebody with it, it'll show their like secret desire. Oh. Like one of the stories was they took a picture. This wife took a picture of this guy. And when it developed, it was him with, his secretary oh, what? <laughs> and so um just different anomalies like that that would be weird for uh, humanity to have it'd be too paranormal and so they're trying to keep this whole sense of normalcy and so yeah um it's an interesting forum uh that is interesting i've never heard of that but that's pretty crazy i yeah that's just so interesting that it, there would be some sort of like separate entity from the government to try and like handle those types of situations you know right um like somebody, it's almost like it reminds me of like a, like a, uh, I was going to say juvenile. I don't know why. Uh, juvenile. Um, <laughs> um, uh, what, what was it? A, uh, oh, what's that word? Like what, like a uh, Spider-Man. What's Spider-Man to the government? Um, a, uh, Avenger. No, <laughs> like a, like somebody that doesn't follow the rules. Like a, um, oh, like a vigilante, a vigilante. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a vigilante association or society almost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't really want to like, unless they're contracted out by the government, which would be pretty cool too. Well, like part of it too, is what they say is they take death row inmates and they perform exper- experiments on them with like more dangerous SCPs. Whoa! So, so like, oh, that's crazy because that's actually one of the, that's actually one of the experiment or one bro. of the <laughs> theories. Oh man, yeah. See, and this is where kind of like I think we could have a lot to talk about in the next yeah. episode. Um, but one of the theories are the hybrid experiments. Yeah, and uh, that one I would really love to hit on because that's going to be. I think that's going to take up the bulk of our time. Our time next time. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, that's pretty interesting that they like. So, are they saying that they are contra- contracted out by the government? The S S what was it? SPC SCP SCP. Yeah. So basically, they contain everything, and basically, they are kind of contracted by the mm-hmm. world government. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like the reverse. It's like they're in charge of the world government because they mm. have all like the power, and so. Uh. Um, like the U.S. used to have their own like team of it, yeah. But then they were just so bad at it because the, the SCP, SCP had to take over. Yeah, they took it <laughs> over, and it's the same with like the Ruskies and all of them. Yeah. Like they just became the global like authority on it. Yeah. And of course, there's these other things that have different things because the SCP is all about like secure, contain, protect. Yeah. But then you have the global occult, global occult. Um, initiative or yeah um and their whole thing is not to contain the anom- anomalies but to like 
get rid of them, destroy them. Mm. Um, and so they want to get all of that and they just want to destroy them. And so there's different organizations too that try and go after these anomalies. Yeah. Uh, but the SCP Foundation is like the, the most, biggest, like one. the most prominent. Yeah, they're top dog. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I I've I've never heard of the SCP, but I kind of want to do research onto it now. I it's watched, very interesting. Like, that I fall asleep to their YouTube videos, like oh, SCP really? Explain. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> they have like compilations that are like three hours long. Yeah, and just like the voice of the narrator just like just puts me to sleep. <laughs> he could be talking about like the scariest stuff that if I'm listening, I'm like, oh shoot. Yeah, <laughs> but if I'm not like really listening, I'm just like falling asleep. I'm like, this is it's almost like white noise. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, so yeah, the the along with the government cover ups, they uh, a lot of people say that the government knows it exists, and that's why a lot of like the evidence, for instance, right, um, like uh, the Minnesota Iceman, how yeah. it just kind of disappeared off the face of the planet, um, and then it was later replaced with a wax figure. A lot of people say, well, the government found out about it immediately, went over took the Bigfoot and disposed of it. And so a lot of that kind of like idea around when evidence disappears or like people can't find things anymore. For instance, like there was a situation where somebody saw like a Bigfoot laying down or something like, and then they made like a big imprint and then they were like, oh shoot, we got to go get like a camera. We got to get something to capture that. Yeah. And they came back. It was gone. Nobody knew what happened to it. And so that's kind of like where the people like – some people say like, oh, it's the government that's trying to hide all this evidence about, yeah, Bigfoot exists. It, um, they just don't want to like cause mass panic again. Yeah. Like, cause the thing is like, we see all these movies and whatnot, um, about say for instance, like aliens coming, you know, in, right. in the movies, they did de- depict this, uh, this society that just kind of crumbles as soon as like aliens or anything that's like un, unnatural or, or different to, excuse me, society, it like causes mass hysteria. Yeah, for causes sure. Like anarchy almost. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of, I think that's what people want to say that the government's trying to prevent from happening is like anarchy. Because if that, something like that were to come out, let's just say, let's imagine a world where yeah. we hear on the news that Bigfoot is real, mm-hmm. or we see this very concrete evidence of a Bigfoot, you know, what do you think would happen? I think people would start, honestly, like there, I think there'd be those, those like groups where people would just be like, I don't give a shit. Like, who cares? You know, it's just another day. I just want to go to work, make my buck, go home, chillax. Yeah. Um, But I think the majority of people would be like, well, what does this mean now? My life is a lie. (laughs) Exactly. Almost like, what does this mean about me? What does this mean about Bigfoot, you know, if yeah. that if that's legit, then what else could be real? Exactly. You know, that kind of opens up a gate of like, well, if Bigfoot's real, then what's stopping from Skinwalker being legit? Right. You know, and that kind of like I think just terrifies the hell out of people. Yeah. You know, because then because if something like that were to be proven, then all these things that you had supposedly have disproven to yourself, then all becomes legit. Right. You start questioning everything you thought you knew. Right. Like, at one point you thought, oh my God, this is totally fake. Mm-hmm. They got him. There's no way this is true. But yeah. then now you find out it is true and there's this whole, I don't know, I think it'd be a shock. You're like, what do I do now? Yeah, like, exactly. I thought this was how it was, but now what? Right. Your whole world literally would crumble. Right. Like, 
But and like I said, there's some people out there that probably just wouldn't care. You know, they just see that and be like, ah, whatever. Yeah. You know, but I think at least I'd like to think that majority of people that would be a very big shock, and yeah. that's why people think that the government's trying to hide it to yeah. make sure something like that does not happen. Because if it does, then right. what else is the government hiding? You know, that whole. I mean, like I said, it's just a. It was a meme back in the day, Area 51. Right. However, if something like that were to be true, Bigfoot then what are they hiding at Area 51, you know? Yeah. What other things, what other marvels could we find Yeah. that would just change our lives forever? What did Dick Cheney do? Yeah, dude, frick. Freaking Dick Cheney. That SOB. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I think it's very interesting to try and imagine something, some type of scenario like that where – if it were real, what would happen to us as a society and what would happen to, I guess, even just like myself, I think I'd probably go into like a frenzy, dude. I'd be like, what the frick is going on? Like, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta go on the computer. I just turned into like a, like a freaking conspiracy theorist immediately and just be going ape Googling everything. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be like, okay, how's this going to like affect my job in the supply chain market or how is this yeah. like, or if I'm going to find it like really interesting, uh, I don't know. I'd kind of be in that camp. I definitely, I know I'd be happy and I know I'd be like, yes. yeah, Oh, definitely. I would too. But then it almost terrified me of all the other things that may or may not right. be real, you know, like dude, skinwalkers. I mean, we've done an episode on skinwalkers, but that's some pretty yeah. freaky stuff, you know, like I don't want to, I mean, I think it'd be very interesting to find out if they were legit, but right. that's not some badass juju I don't no. want, bro. Uh-uh. You know, see, this is the thing, though. <laughs> I am freaking stupid as hell. <laughs> Dude, same, bro. <laughs> because here's the thing. I will intentionally put myself in situations that I'll use to try and prove the paranormal. Like, I've hung out in graveyards. Have You, you know about Emo's grave, right? Uh, no. <laughs> well... Emo's grave is this like it's like a haunted grave uh -huh. in um the Salt Lake City Cemetery. Okay. And you know, I've spent some time in there just like chilling because everybody's like, Oh my goodness, it's like super haunted. And so I'd be like, Yeah, yeah I'm gonna spend a night by myself in Emo's grave or <laughs> I'll go to these places and I'll intentionally like put myself in situations. Dang, dude, maybe you should start your own show, dude. <laughs> but like, no, <laughs> nothing happens. My show would be boring because I'd be sitting there with like my vlog. Being like, uh, so guys, um, it's like the most happened. real investigator of all time. <laughs> I'd probably just like make myself laugh the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh no, emo, he came back from Hot Topic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh, get over it. Oh, <laughs> go live post nut. <laughs> post nut? Yeah. Get that oh. post-nut clarity. <laughs> Get that clarity. Before you start raging on the keyboard, you know, just like... Just take it easy. Yeah, just take it easy. Turn on your laptop mm. for a few minutes. Take it sleazy. I mean, you only need five minutes. Five so. minutes? Holy smokes. Okay, it's probably more like two. <laughs> <laughs> like 30 seconds. Come on now. Dang, yeah. <laughs> but before you do that and type all over your sticky keyboard, <laughs> just take a break. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'll leave the the uh, 
the kids who like emo's grave alone for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> just different things like that. Like I'll intentionally put myself in situations because I, I want to genuinely know. Yeah. You want to find out for sure. But I think the fact that I want to know makes it so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's like, it's almost like the, like this is kind of off topic, but well, I guess not, not really. Cause we're on topic most of the time for this, but yeah. Um, it's like, like spirits, for instance, like people say, like, if you want to find them, you won't find them. Yeah. They have to find you, you know? Right. And so it may be almost like the same idea where if you want to find Bigfoot, you're never going to find him. Right. But if you are just walking out and about, you might run into Bigfoot, you know? So I don't know. I think you, you probably hold some validity with that yeah. statement saying like, because I want to find them, I'm probably not going to find right. them. Or I want to experience something you may, may or may not experience it, you know? I mean, and a lot of people say like, cause in the, I think it was the second episode when I told that story at the end um, oh, yeah, about yeah. living in that house and yeah. people thinking it was like haunted or demonic. Like even after like that experience right there, I'm still in the skeptic category. It's mm-hmm. like, that wasn't concrete for me enough. And right. people are like, God damn, that's like, <laughs> that's, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, even after my mom heard that, she's like, Really? And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, like that happened. She's like, now nobody's going to want to buy my house. <laughs> and, and I'm like, no, 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 for sure. Like there's nothing wrong with the house. That's just right. an experience I had. I'm not going to say it was paranormal. Right. For all I know, I was just like getting massaged by, uh, by a homeless man who snuck in. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, dude. Maybe he was just I like, oh, you know myself. what? Freaking, I know that person in the, in the house needs a massage. He just needs to bleed. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think about I think that about does it, right? Yeah, I think so. Right. I think uh, next time we'll hit on a couple of them. I guess I can uh, kind of give you a little sneak preview into what we're going to be discussing next no, time. I'll leave them with blue balls. <laughs> blue balls. I can tell. I can tell. I can. Tell. So so we'll. Uh, there's a few different conspiracies, but there's interme- interdimensional beings. Um, which kind of goes along with the next one, which would be alien connection. The one I really want to talk about is the hybrid experiments. Yeah. That one's going to be pretty exciting. And then uh, we'll get to some supernatural stuff. Sounds like a plan. But yeah, I think we got quite a bit of good content for this next episode. I uh, Hopefully we can dive into everything and get over everything in one episode. Huh? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, and if we need to extend it again, well... <laughs> It's just a little bit more editing. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, well, no. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, that sounds like it's uh, it for us guys. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. If you have any questions or comments or um, just want to know more about the show, please email us at shadow.valleypod at the dogenetwork.com. Yeah, you. and if you guys have uh, any other suggestions, what we should... Uh talk about on the podcast with styles that you guys have liked any uh any con or like constructive criticisms would be awesome so we can kind of make it more enjoyable for the listener no sticky keyboards yeah no sticky <laughs> all right thank See you guys you. bye